Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. It's Pharrell Coast to Coast in the biggest way possible right here on Sports Grid and Sports Grid Radio. Great to have you with us on a Monday. Carver High in for Scotty. Craig Mish joining me today on C2C. We will get Craig with us momentarily. A lot going on, of course. We finish up week 11 of the NFL tonight with a Super Bowl rematch. We've got the Eagles and the Chiefs. Everybody excited. A little rainy in Kansas City. Don't like to see that. I want a fast track for those two teams tonight. We have all the recap from yesterday in the NFL. Got a lot of college football to discuss as well. NBA slate tonight. There's tons of college basketball. A lot to do on a Monday on C2C. We start as always with the birthday roll call. What do we got today? Grady Dick, 20 years old. Noah Fant, 26. Ahmed Rosario, 28. Max Pacioretty today, Anthony Gargliano, 39, Carlos Boozer, 42, J.D. Drew, 48, only 48 for J.D. Drew. I guess that's because he went into the majors so early. I remember J.D. I can't believe J.D. Drew is only 48 years old. Feels like he's about 60. Jeez, and Rick Monday, 78, here on a Monday on Coast to Coast. All right, we'll start with some action from yesterday. Lots of the recaps, including the Bills offense finally finding themselves at home against the Jets, 32-6. to And we don't just start that today because I complained all last week about the Bills' offense and they finally broke out. It's also because the Jets have some of the key news this afternoon as Zach Wilson hitting the pine after another tough performance yesterday. He was pulled in that game for Tim Boyle. And now you will get Tim Boyle on Friday. That's right, the first Black Friday NFL game, Jets and the Dolphins, and Tim Boyle will be the quarterback for that one for the Jets. So we'll hear from Josh Allen as well. We'll give you that 81-yarder that he had to Shakir, longest NFL touchdown this year so far. Browns beat the Steelers 13-10. to We've got the Hopkins winner. Big win for the Browns. Dorian Thompson-Robinson will start again this week after he picks up a win. We welcome in. All of our radio affiliates, Frell Coast to Coast on a Monday. Carver High in for Scotty Craig Mitch joins me momentarily. Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 159, Sports Byline, and the mightier 1090 ESPN Radio in sunny Southern California. Great to have everybody with us today. So the Browns get a win over the Steelers. Steeler offense, once again, nowhere to be found in that game outside of that 74-yard run by Jalen Warren. Lions had to come from behind to beat the Bears. You know, a little bit of the look-ahead spot for the Lions. We talked about how crucial these two games were, both at home. Yesterday, Bears, Thursday, Packers on Thanksgiving. Chance to get themselves up to 9-2 and two, uh, in the NFC and in great position. While well, they had to work very hard against Chicago to do it. They did not cover, but they get it done 31-26. to 26. Also, in hour number one, Adam Kaplan, our sports grid NFL insider, joins us in hour one instead of hour three. Why? Because it's Eagle football tonight. Adam's got a lot to do, so he'll join us in the first hour, get you set up for the Monday night matchup, the Super Bowl rematch between the Eagles and the Chiefs there. Hour number two, we'll finish off the NFL. Broncos are back, baby. Uh, they win again. They beat the Vikings last night, 21-20. Texans with the win over the card. C.J. Stroud continuing to impress. Big, long touchdown to Tank Dell we've got for you on C2C. Calvin Ridley and the Jags finally get off the schneid at home. A win over the Titans. Dolphins win no cover against the Raiders. Couple of picks for Jalen Ramsey in that one as the defense saved the day for Miami. And the Packers beat the Chargers 23 to 20. 
big offensive output from Jordan Love yesterday. And why? Because the Chargers' defense is awful. They are really bad. Uh, And Brandon Staley, who could be, I would have to say, in the clubhouse, the leader to be the next coach that gets chopped this year. Uh, We've already had one with McDaniels out in Vegas. If I had to go anywhere, I would say that Staley could be number two in L.A., although Ron Rivera maybe isn't too far behind either, losing at home to the Giants and Tommy DeVito. That's not going to help you out either. We'll hear from not Riverboat Ron on that loss to the G-Men. Cowboys take care of business. No problem with Carolina. Niners, no problem with the Bucks. Rams beat the Seahawks. we got a bunch of teams there that are getting ready for Thursday. We'll give you all of the lines for Thursday's Thanksgiving Day triple header, which is, of course, Packers, Lions, Washington, Dallas, and Seahawks, and the Niners. Although, hopefully, we get at least Geno Smith there. I know we're not going to get Kenneth Walker the third. Hopefully, we get Geno uh, in there and not Drew Locke uh, for Turkey Night. That will not help the dinner go down if we got to watch Drew Locke play the 49ers on Thursday. We've got the Lions share for you today. Props for tonight's games. Rushing, receiving, the passing, the anytime touchdowns for the Eagles and the Chiefs. Also, Matt Merchel, uh, college football for the Orlando Sentinel. We will discuss with him the weekend that was in college. And trouble for Florida State here. They're undefeated. We know they're going to the ACC title game. They play the Gators this week. But how will the college football playoff committee handle them not having their starting quarterback now? As, of course, uh, you have the injury for Jordan Travis. He is done. Uh, and what will that mean, especially when you have a lot of other teams with some really good claims? Uh, we saw Oregon take care of business again. Washington with a very gutty win in Corvallis against the Beavers of Oregon State. So we'll go through that with Matt Merchel in hour number two as well. Hour three, we'll dive a little deeper into the Monday night rematch of the Super Bowl. We have got Patrick Mahomes talking about facing the Eagles. We'll give you all the numbers, including unders have been hot. On Monday nights, really hot. Can we break that trend uh, here tonight with these two offenses? Although, as we've talked about a lot, Chiefs really this year, not built on offense. It's the Chief defense that is the reason why they are once again at the top of the AFC. So we'll see if they can slow down the Eagles tonight. Jalen Hurts, both teams coming off a bye. Uh, Should be a fun one. We've got some Hurts numbers as an underdog as well. We'll go through all the college games, too. The Washington win over Oregon State. Georgia, talk about ramping up at the right time. Georgia had, you know, listen, they they haven't lost a game. They weren't covering games. And that's why people were like, eh, Georgia, two-time defending champions. We'll leave them on the side for now. Now not only are they back, they're covering games. Smashed Ole Miss last week. Smash Tennessee on Saturday as they continue to steamroll their way towards the SEC championship in a couple of weeks against Alabama. That will be a fun one. We've got some clips from that for you, too. Texas, again, close but gets it done against Iowa State. Michigan, close but gets it done against Maryland as they get ready for Ohio State this week. We love the Michigan-Ohio State game. I think winner in, loser out. We've got national championship odds and the Heisman odds as well. Jaden Daniels, despite being on a three-loss team, in my opinion, uh, the Heisman Trophy winner if the season ended right now. He has been outstanding. Uh, No disrespect to Bo Nix and Michael Penix. And then uh, we have Coach Young as well in our number three. We'll get you ready for all the NBA tonight. We'll go through every game. I've got some baseball as well with Craig being in the house, including Aaron Nola, seven years Resigns with the Phillies. Uh, MLB teams can start talking to Yamamoto tomorrow with that posting period coming up. Lance Lynn going to the St. Louis Cardinals for a one-year deal, back where it all began. And the Baseball Hall of Fame ballot out today as well. A couple of new names on that. So Pharrell Coast to Coast on a Monday. Carver High and Craig Mish in for Scotty. We got a lot to do. Adam Kaplan's with us. Matt Marshall's with us. Coach Young is with us. We get it all going on the grid. Right after this. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 
It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And we are back for El Coast to Coast on a Monday. BetMGM, they have you set up for NBA action tonight. That's right. BetMGM customers can receive a 25% increased odds boost token to use on an NBA wager. That's minimum minus 300 odds and a max stake of $25. Sign into your BetMGM account to get the details. 25% increased odds boost token for NBA action. Plenty of good games tonight. We will discuss them later on here on coast to coast all right so it is a monday c to c carver high in for scotty along with it is great to have with me today on a monday craig mish with us down in florida hi craig how are you i'm great great to be with you and i'll say it's been a while man i feel like it's been too long since we've been hosting together right it has i think i was trying to think earlier today when was the last time me and you did uh c to c and i think it had to be two years ago I think really? it was pretty much maybe that two long? Christmases ago, oh. I think was the last time me and you mm. did it together. Now we've, we've said hello, of course, when I've either joined you on Newswire, when you've come on here, but in terms of me and you actually doing the whole show together, I think it was like Christmas week a year, maybe last year or definitely two years ago, uh, I think. So that's probably Craig, the last time me and you've gotten together. <laughs> yeah, too too long. But you know, I'm always at Sports Grid. I'm always the Christmas guy. I always work. I've worked like four, five. I'm I'm working this Christmas too. So that doesn't surprise me. But yeah, man, it's great to be back. I mean, this is I mean, this is such a great week for sports. I mean, we have Thanksgiving Day NFL games. Of course, the college football game at night. College basketball during the day. I, yep. I feel like like the holidays just kind of hit this week. I don't know. To me, it's like this is when it it really starts to feel like that. Now I'm in South Florida, so <laughs> obviously it doesn't feel like anything like what you guys feel up north. Like it's still like 80. I think it was like the hottest day ever on record here today. But we get that every year. But yeah, it never really feels like the holidays. Uh, it's a touch colder here today. It's I think it's been kind of mild in the New York area uh, for fall so far and heading into winter, but. I took the kids to school this morning, Craig, and I went out the door. Ooh, needed a bigger jacket today. It was it was, it was finally that little bit of a chill uh, as we head into Thanksgiving week. You mentioned the college basketball; it's a big week for that. There's tons going on. All the you know early season tournaments. You got the Maui. Everything that's really ramps up this week. There's a few games happening now. The first game in Maui, Tennessee and Syracuse, queues up. 24-21, they got about five minutes left to go in the first half there. Uh, Drake is losing to Stephen F. Austin in the Cayman Islands Classic. Not bad. I go spend three or four days in the Cayman Islands, Craig, uh, for a basketball tournament. That's the those kids from Drake who are in Iowa. I mean, that's that's a great spot for them. A couple days in the Cayman Islands. Uh, and we have a few others that are going to get started. In fact, I'm going to give you some odds at the end of this hour for that Indiana-Louisville game and the Purdue-Gonzaga game, uh, which also is out in Maui, a heavy hitter today for sure. Let's start the day, though, with the NFL. We have a big game tonight that we're going to spend a lot of time with with the Eagles and the Chiefs, but let's do a few things from yesterday. And I know, Craig, Mafia like got on me before the show, and I even said in the open, like, I promise, I didn't just start with the Bills because oh, I was stop. crying all last week about how bad their offense was. It's really because the Jets are going to change quarterbacks. Either way, Craig, Bills bust out for the first time in about six weeks, a 32-6 to six win over the Jets, and... The longest passing touchdown in the NFL this year. In fact, the Niners had it 
for about 15 minutes, uh, that Ayuk uh, one, which we're going to play a little bit later. And then Josh Allen and Kahil Shakir, uh, uh, Shakir got it here on CBS. 81 yards to the house for Josh Allen. You see how open that area is? You could do that here if you wanted to, and then defenses will have to change because of it. Second and five, and it's caught by Shakir. Shakir with Whitehead trying to cut off the angle. Shakir still going. Touchdown, Buffalo. What a move. Wow. 81 yards. Craig, they needed a game like that, and even so much scoring 30-plus points, but having big plays, like an 80-plus-yard touchdown the week that you fired the offensive coordinator, Brady kind of winning and did some different things. I saw all the breakdowns, the motions with the running back, lots of stuff that they added in. Uh, Bills needed a big offensive effort for once. Yeah, so so two things I want to mention about this. So my stupid play of the week, let's start with that. My stupid play of the week <laughs> was was last week after watching what happened with the Giants, and that was in my fantasy league picking up the Washington defense and playing mm. them over the Bills, Carver. That that was my mm. great move of the – I mean, come on. Like, I – it was a horrible decision. I would have won my, my league in one of my leagues, and I lost because of that move. And then just seeing that just destroyed me. That's point number one. Uh, point <laughs> number two, I, I don't think that you can make enough about the addition of Joe Brady. I, I, I got to be honest with you. I was shocked that he was not hired as a head coach in the NFL. Now, I understand maybe a lot of the success that he had at LSU – was due to Joe Burrow, and, and I get that. I mean, you, you, sometimes we just look at the quarterback and say he's a phenomenal quarterback, and they make the coordinator. But even when he was with Carolina as the offensive coordinator there, they their offense was better with him than it has been since, and that's even with Frank Reich there. So, I, look, I, I think that there is a chance that Brady can really revitalize this Buffalo Bills offense. I still think eventually he'll be a head coach in the NFL. I don't know what happened with there in Carolina. He like, left the NFL for like a year and a half here. But I'm glad to see him back, and you know, clearly they, they got to start getting things right. They're on the outside of the playoff position looking in, but I do think that will change at some point. I mean, Pittsburgh, Houston, one of those two teams you would figure yeah. would take a side step to the Bills at some point. The hard part for them now, Craig, is who they got coming up. They play at Philly this Sunday, then a bye, then at Kansas City, and then home for Dallas. So they're 6-5 and five now. Those next three games, very daunting. Here is Josh Allen. Hopes uh, that that will get them jump-started heading into a very tough stretch. Every season, man, like has its ups and downs. It's gonna, you're gonna have adversity. It's how you you bounce back from the adversity, and sometimes it takes a spark like this to to ignite your team. Um, you know, I think back to a couple of years ago, we were seven seven and six, um, backs against the wall there too. And you know, it's obviously slightly different this time around. Um, but we've got guys that have been there before, and you know, we just got to keep leaning on each other. And um, like I said, keep taking it week by week. I'm just glad I saw him, like, smiling yesterday, Craig. He'd been so down for so many weeks that to see Josh Allen sell the 81-yard touchdown, run down the field, you know, jumping on guys, smiling, uh, that can change things, and maybe that can turn the corner for the Bills. On the other side of the coin is the Jets, uh, who obviously each week it kind of gets worse and worse for their offense. It feels like last year, Craig, where they're at this point in the season now where the defense is like, we've had enough. Uh, and we're going to start quitting uh, because this just isn't going well. And then today they make the change. No more Zach Wilson. It'll be Tim Boyle on Friday against the Dolphins. That'll do it, Craig. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's like it's so fascinating to me in sports, and it's kind of like a tale as old as time. Everybody in the world knows that Zach Wilson is not going to be the quarterback of the Jets moving forward. But because these teams have this draft equity – and the teams that draft the players, generally speaking, some of the people are still involved in the organization. It's like they have they have this, this attitude where, hey, we can't make this move because we invested so much in the player. Whereas if they would have made this move, I don't know if they would have won more games or lost, but I think they would have had a better chance. And it's almost too late for them now at this point. They're hanging on to this hope that Aaron Rodgers is going to come back three, four weeks. Jets are not making the playoffs. And Tim Boyle's not winning any games for the Jets. Carver, it's over. No, I agree. It is over, and they could stop the Aaron Rodgers coming back around Christmas or anything. What's he gonna? Why would he come, come back on. when they're 
four and ten with three games to go and nothing like well why would you even risk re-injuring it not gonna happen coast toast on a monday we'll come back carter i'm craig for scotty after this sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest but let me play devil's advocate here let's see so no that's a good thing uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem uh, reese's you did it you stumped this charming devil it's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And we are back for El Coast to Coast on a Monday. Carver High and Craig Mish in for Scotty here on Sports Grid and Sports Grid Radio. Great to have everybody with us here today. All right, Craig, let's go next to this matchup from the AFC North yesterday. Of course, Ravens and Bengals played on Thursday night. Big win for the Ravens. Bengals lost Joe Burrow. The other matchup, Browns and Steelers yesterday in Cleveland. Browns lose to Sean Watson. DTR steps in and did just enough. This was like exactly how you pictured it. If you would have thought Brown Steelers, really low total, 13-10 final, Cleveland walking it off with Dustin Hopkins on Brown's radio. Five seconds to go. Here we go. Hewlett ready to put the ball back. Waiting. Snaps it back. Ball down. Hopkins into it. Flag down. Kick is up. And the kick is good. With two seconds left, there's a flag down. It looks like the Steelers were offside. Jim Donovan there on Browns radio yesterday as he returned to the Cleveland booth. Uh, Craig, it just, once again, like this is every Steeler game. Almost feels like every Brown game too. It's going to be who's got the ball last in a really low scoring game. Steelers had one play of significance on offense all day, which was their touchdown, the 74 yarder from Warren. Um, But at the end of the day, you kind of get what you deserve. You're playing a a quarterback with not a lot of experience, a rookie in DTR. Steelers, I felt, had to win that game. They don't get it done. It's going to hurt them down the line. Oh, I think the the total was thirty two and a half. Am I right about that? Was that yes. was that the right number in that yes. game? Yeah. So I saw I saw like like numbers that are thirty five or less in the NFL are hitting like some crazy number on the unders even with the totals of like sixty percent or sixty five percent. So I, I wasn't surprised. I guess my surprise is is that especially on social media, Mike, that people can be so foolish in thinking that either team is going to change the way that they play. Like, they're both over 500 in the National Football League playing this horrible brand of football, but they're both over 500. So they're not going to change the way that they're doing things. I mean, yes, this is expected from the Steelers, but this is not who the Steelers have been in the last decade. But Mike Tomlin's not going to change. He will take 10 wins, scoring 13 points a game, playing a road game and saying, give me down to the last possession with the defense and I'll do it. Now, the only thing that is a little troubling, I would say, is a few weeks ago you had uh, you had Pickens complaining, right? And then now you have Najee Harris maybe not so happy. Like, I guess they want the offense more open. They're not used to playing like this, whether it's college or the pros. I don't see this changing. And from Cleveland's point of view, I mean, they've put themselves in a really good position at this point. This was a game that I think gets them inevitably in the end into the playoffs because a tiebreaker could come in and they could end up now potentially beating out the Steelers for the final spot. But as you said, you get what you deserve, but to say that things are going to change 
for either of these two teams and the fact that they're winning in this ugly fashion, I don't see it changing at all. I think you're going to see a lot of low-scoring games from the Steelers and from the Browns the rest of the way. I agree. I don't think it's changing either. But does that mean, like like last week Tomlin said, you know, me and Kenny are judged by wins and losses. You know, that's really all that it comes down to. Are we winning games or losing games? But at the same time, like when you lose a game like yesterday – and everybody, you know, runs the clips, all the all the people that break down the film of, well, Pickett missed this guy, and he doesn't throw here in this part of the field, and he doesn't throw that over the middle. After a while, you go, is Pickett any good? You know, that's kind of what it comes down to at the end, even though he's winning these games. Yeah, no, he's not, but that's not going to change anything for this year. For this year, they're <laughs> right. going to say all the right things. I mean, this is what sports is. I mean, the coach is going to defend his player up until – February 5th or whatever, whenever the Super Bowl is. And then that's going to be it. They put the duct tape over it with Mitch Trubisky last year. Now they got the duct tape over it again. They thought it was a nice piece of duct tape, but inevitably it was not. And and Kenny Pickett is going to get challenged by someone else next year that's probably drafted in the first, second, or third round in the NFL draft. Or maybe it's some free agent that's brought in. Steelers fans are the most passionate fans among them in the country. They sell out every single game. Historically speaking, they're at 500 or over 500 every year. That organization is not going to sit back at the end of the season and just say, oh, let's just try it again. Absolutely not. They're going to have a new quarterback next year. But for now, they're going to just ride what they got and say all the right things. It's too late, Mike, to do anything. What can they do? They have what they have. Uh, Another game for the Steelers with a total under 34 this week, by the way, as they play the Bengals. Uh, I think I saw 33 and a half uh, for that one. And, of course, the Bengals will have Jake Browning uh, at quarterback, whereas the Browns are going to be in Denver, and they will start uh, DTR again. He'll remain the starter, Stefanski said today. Next, the Lions in Detroit had to work extra hard To beat the Bears, they were down, needed two late fourth-quarter touchdowns, including the one by Montgomery that put them ahead, 31-26. They do beat the Bears as they now get ready for Thursday against the Packers. Here is Dan Campbell, proud of his team. Yeah, no, I actually went down there. I said, it just doesn't get any better than this. Like, this is the moment you – this is what you want to be in right now. Game on the line, you got a chance – to make the big stop, man, to win this game. And the, and, and Hutch goes out there and makes the, the sack fumble of his life for uh, a safety. I mean, that, that to me is, those are the moments, man, we're built for. Like, that's what we, that's how we have to think. And I mean, that, that was what it felt like when they took the field is, you know, this is, this is why you play this game at this level is for moments just like that. It was awesome. There he is, Dan Campbell. Love the passion uh, that Dan has every week, Craig. That's for sure. They are 8-2 and two now. Now with a chance to go 9-2 and two Thursday at home against the Green Bay Packers. A manageable schedule. I mean, who knows? Eagles lose tonight. They're tied for the top seed in the NFC with a lot of winnable games down the stretch. A rare story where at the beginning of the season, everybody's like fun pick to get to the Super Bowl seems like there's an actual chance yeah. that it happens. Usually we like pick one of these teams that we think can do it. And then it's like, oh, by the middle of the season, it's like, that was a terrible pick. The, the Lions story is incredible on so many different levels. Dan, you know, Dan Campbell, you know, I was covering the Dolphins, Carver, when Dan Campbell was, was the interim head coach there for a while. This Lions team resembles nothing like that. Nothing at all. And, and I know in the end, we, we have to keep in mind, Campbell's going to make the final decision on what to do. Like two weeks ago when he went on fourth down, like how many times? Like six times? Like, like he's going to make that call. But what I find the most fascinating is I think based on what I've seen in the NFL this season and the lack of scoring around the league on so many, 15 teams that can't score two touchdowns a game. I think this offensive coordinator, Carver, of the Giants, Ben Johnson, I think he's going to be the highest paid brand new head coach from coordinator next year in the history of the NFL. It is unbelievable what they've been able to do with this offense with Jared Goff, Amon Ross St. Brown. Don't get me wrong. These are good players. But, like, anybody could have had these guys at any point over the course of their career. So, to me, whether it's the Chargers' job next year or, I mean, Carolina, I, I don't know. But I, I think that is the number one guy that I would want to hire and bring in as a head coach because immediately your fan base is going to say, wow, we're going to score points <laughs> because it's going to go to a team that's not scoring, let's be honest. And there's so many of them this year in the NFL. So that's my big takeaway from that. I think Detroit obviously has a shot to win 11, 12 games this season, but I think more so they have a shot to win a playoff game, which would really be incredible. 
Yeah, and it helps when you get those games in your building, uh, which is if you keep winning, uh, you're, you're going to get a couple of those. And, and look, could, could they beat the Niners in the playoffs? I mean, probably not, but I'd give them a better chance at home than I would at if home. they had to go out to yeah. Santa Clara and play them. Right. So I think it makes a big difference, and I agree with you 100%. Johnson will be, if not the highest, one of the top two or three names that is going Absolutely. to be out there. Once the carousel starts uh, in early January, that's for sure. All right. The Broncos, Craig, are back in the mix. They were one and four at one time. Or now here comes Denver with four wins in a row. They beat the Vikings 21 to 20 last night. Pull it out at the end, just like last Monday in Buffalo. Another tremendous catch by Cortland Sutton with just over a minute to go on NBC. They do. Vikings bring the heat again. One and five, Craig, and now five and five. Not one and four, one and five the Broncos started. And this win streak, it's impressive in this aspect. It's not like they've beaten bad teams here. I mean, they've beaten Kansas City, Buffalo, Minnesota was playing really well before last night. Sean Payton uh, turning the ship around in Denver. I, I mean, this is one I did not see. They lost their first two home games of the season. Usually the Broncos are the best betting home team in football in the first month of the season because they play at that altitude. They didn't win those games. They lost to the Jets. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I just didn't see all these wins coming. But I guess at this point you have to say they're in the mix for the playoffs. This is still one of those teams where I, I sort of don't believe it. A lot of close games and a lot of like last second one point, two point wins. I don't think the Broncos are going to make the playoffs, but at least Carver – they're not a disaster. If you asked me this a few weeks ago, I would have said if they don't get the number one pick, maybe it's the two or the three, but they definitely have at least gotten back in the right direction. But Denver should not be losing six home games in an NFL season. They have one no. of the best home field advantages in football, and it does appear to be they're getting in the right direction here. I'll throw a third thing on top of that because you're right. Losing the first two games at home and losing at home to the Jets – how about giving up 70 points in a game? Like, I'll even throw that on right. there. They gave up 70 yeah. points to the Dolphins earlier this year, and they have fought their way back all the way to 5-5. Five and five. All right, let's fit one more in here, and that's the Texans who continue to play good football. Now, it depends on when you got the number here. I got the Cardinals at 6.5 a, a couple days ago, so a winner for me. We know there was 4s, there was 5s. Either way, 21-16, to 16, and C.J. Stroud to Tank Dell on CBS getting it done. Texas trying to get some points at the end of this half. They also will get the football to begin the second half. Stroud on first down. He was looking downfield. He's going downfield toward the end zone. Dell, leaping grab. He's got it. Touchdown, Texans. Greg, I will get some thoughts from you on Houston and C.J. Stroud later on. We will come back. We have Adam Kaplan, our Sports Grid NFL insider, coast to coast on a Monday. We're rolling with you on the grid right here after this. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. -ba -ba -ba. 
And we are back for El Coast to Coast on a Monday. Carver High in for Scotty here on Sports Grid and Sports Grid Radio. Great to have you with us. Always great to have our Sports Grid NFL insider, Adam Kaplan, with us as well. In hour one today, because Eagle football tonight, nice. Monday night Super Bowl rematch against the Kansas City Chiefs. We'll get to that momentarily. Adam, great to see you as always. Let's get right into it here. We'll start with the Browns and the Steelers. Kind of what we expected, right? Not a lot of offense, that's for sure. Yeah, look, the game, what was the total? 33. But here's what surprised me, Mike, about that game. So Donovan, uh, Dorian Thompson, Robinson, right? DTR, if you will. They had him drop back over 40 times. That surprised me. I thought it would be in the high 20s, low 30s. And also, this is a guy, Mike, at UCLA, ran the ball over 500 times during his career. He only ran it three times, so that, that was a surprise to me. But, yeah, look, it, it was going to be a low score, very tight, old-school kind of game. Uh, the, the running backs, particularly for Cleveland, dominated the game. I give Thompson Robinson credit just to win the game. I know it didn't look pretty, threw for under 200 yards on 43 attempts, which is not good, but they won the game. Now, they did sign Joe Flacco to the practice squad. They'll monitor how he looks in practice this week, how Thompson Robinson, who will start again, how he does, and they'll go from there. For right now, P.J. Walker's the number two quarterback. But they found a way to win. Their defense is incredible. We knew it would be a low-scoring game because the Browns have the, the best secondary in football. But the, the worst story, and this is a big deal here, is Kenny Pickett. It's just it's been an unbelievable struggle, Mike. And, and, and I wonder, so Pharrell and I have been talking about this. Do we start throwing away preseason, training camp, offseason information? Because I could tell you from spending time with the Steelers and talking to them about Kenny Pickett, he did very well in training camp, very well in the preseason. There was a thought around the club that maybe we had a breakout season. Well, he's been broken. He's struggling. Their defense is carrying this football team. Yeah, they run the football well, Mike, but you got to throw it. And they've got great pass targets out there for him. Four or five guys can catch the football every week, and they're not getting the job done. And it's an absolute nightmare. And, you know, people want to blame Matt Canada, their offense coordinator. That That's easy. But the real thing is Kenny Pickett struggles, and it, they got to start looking into what they're going to do the rest of the season because they're still in it, obviously, for wild card, but it's starting to slip away. Yep, six and four now. I know Mike Tomlin said last week that him and Kenny are judged on wins and losses. I mean, I don't care how good the secondary is, Adam. You can't you can't throw for 106 yards in an NFL game today. You just can't. You got you, you got to be able to throw the football more than that. All right, let's go to Denver last night, who. Of course, was one and four, one and five at one time. Now five and five with a four-game winning streak, and they're just pulling these games out with Russell uh, finding Cortland Sutton in the final minute. Yeah, so a couple things here. So if you want to know how they turned their season around, it was two two things. And I heard you on the the, the segment before uh, talking about it. We could expand on that. When you lose seventy, when you give up seventy points, right, and you lose by fifty, as a coach you couldn't be more embarrassed. Like this is, there's nothing you can do. It's like if you're with the Lions when they're 0 16, that's on your record. I mean, even if you want a Super Bowl with another team, you can't get rid of that 0 16. No one is going to forget about the 70 points their defense gave up, but they're going to remember this team if they make the playoffs. And now they're only one game out of, the, uh, out of the, actually the six or seven spot in the AFC for the wild card. And yeah, they turned the defense around because they had to, it couldn't get any worse. And they played with much better discipline. They have a really good secondary. They've got pretty much everyone back who've been injured, that's good. The other thing is, Mike, Russell Wilson's not turning the ball over. That's huge. Uh, they're doing a good job. They're being more efficient. And this is what Sean Payton's talking about. Stop turning the ball over. They're not doing that. And you can win. And, and they're playing efficient football now. I would also tell you, Mike, let, let's be honest, the Vikings blew that game. Three turnovers. As amazing as Josh Dobbs was last night, the, the, the one touchdown to, to Josh Oliver, the, the blocking tight end, was amazing how he escaped. But you can't turn the ball over. He fumbled it three times, lost it once, had a pick. There was another. There was a fumble. There was another fumble. Uh, it was a very exciting game. I, I give the Vikings credit uh, for for hanging in there. But you can't turn the ball over. And that. But listen, they're in the NFC. They're also hanging in it very well. The fact that they have a game and a half lead for the wild card spot. They too, Mike. It's amazing. It's like the turnaround ball last night in Denver. Both teams have turned their seasons around and. The one that's even more surprising is Minnesota. Mike, my, my, I didn't see this five-game winning streak. Their defense was bad. Brian Flores has done a great job turning around. But the Josh Jobs story is, frankly, the best story of the National Football League, other than DeMar Hamlin being obviously clear to play. This is right up there. 
Yeah, and even at six and five now for the Vikings, yeah, you know, they were showing the NFC standings last night during the game, and you look like the NFC is like it's rough, Adam. I mean, there there ain't yeah. a lot out there. Like they're in that last wild card spot, and they got some breathing room. It, it kind of feels like if they could just win a couple of these games in that month of December and early January, all we're going to be talking about in terms of who's going to be in is probably that NFC South winner. Yeah, and, and honestly, that division is so bad. We could yet again see a team with a losing record win a division, which is, yeah. doesn't happen every year. It rarely happens. But we saw it with Washington before. Carolina did it one year. And that same division, as you talk about the NFC South. But getting back to Minnesota, here's the difference between last year's team and this year's team. So talking to pe- people whose teams played the Vikings last year, and Donatel was a defense coordinator, there was a lack of discipline. That's what the tape showed every week there's a lack of discipline and by the way they were more talented last year on defense but the scheme's better the execution is better that's why they've turned around their season and it, it, it's just an amazing story and they should get a wild card spot and look, hey listen when, when your quarterback josh jobs plays this well now i get it the turnovers got to stop but if they clean this thing up yes it's the nfc mike is top heavy and obviously if they're the sixth seed they're playing the first week but if they could avoid those top two ga- top two seeds they got a chance to win a game in the playoffs. And by the way, they got smoked at home in the first round of the playoffs against the Giants. Yep. Uh, and they're going to get Justin Jefferson back uh, at some point, too, Dude. which is going to make yep. a big difference for them as well. All right. Let's go uh, looking ahead to this week. Uh, Jaguars and the Texans. You know, Jaguars were having a lot of problems at home, kind of washed yeah. that away yesterday with a big win over the Titans. Texans and C.J. Stroud have been excellent. Uh, this should be fun this week. This, to me, and I, it's hard to call it the game of the week, but it's right up there, Mike. You've got a rematch. The Jaguars, who have been terrible at home until yesterday, uh, The, the I, I just can't believe this happened, but the Texans actually smoked them in Jacksonville. Now the Jaguars can get the revenge, and they've been a much better road team. The Texans have not had a home winning record since 2019. That, that tells you kind of their, about their futility, but they're so well coached and so disciplined. They have a quarterback, and I vote in two polls, and right now, C.J. Stroud would be my MVP, Mike. I, it's hard to look at that as a rookie, but it's about performance. Tell me another quarterback who's playing better than this kid. And, and by the way, not all those three picks were on him. We need to make that point. And give them credit. Sometimes you have to overcome adversity. I'm not saying he's had it easy. He hasn't. But he showed yesterday, with turning it over, they still found a way to win. And when you lose the plus-minus ratio, you typically lose way more than you win. And I give them credit for doing that yesterday. That was a heck of a win against a... Sort of a not a very good Cardinal team, as we know, but Kyler Murray kept the team in it. But really good win. And I, I this is, to me, one of the best games of the week, if not the best game of the week. We'll talk about this more Wednesday when we're back together. But I'm lo- really looking forward to that game because the thing that I've told Pharrell since we've done these segments for four, four years and we want to handicap teams, who do you trust? Week 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, that area, the third quarter of the season. It's about who do you trust right now? And the Texans have a lot of trust from a lot of people. They certainly do. And I know it's only 10 games, but, and I know there's different systems and schemes and, and the, and the environment that these guys are placed in, but the difference Adam between Stroud and Bryce young, I mean, it's, it's glaring this year. Now, could that change down the line? Sure. Maybe, but it's glaring this year, the difference between Stroud and young. Oh, there's no doubt. And the, the, there's no doubt when you look at, at Houston, Stroud's got more talent to work with. But I've always said about uh, quarterbacks, and I've learned this over the last 25 years, really talented quarterbacks, good processors, guys who know, know where to get the football and get it out quickly, they make the talent around them better. Give, give the Texans offensive line, that's another part of this, Mike. Their line was so beat up. They're down to like their fifth string center, but their tackles and guards have gotten healthy. They're playing well. Your guy, Devin Singletary, old motor, formerly of the Bills, all of a sudden, he's revived his career. They couldn't run the, the ball to save their life, but now they're running it really well. And, and 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 talking to people there, I know this: if the tech, if all of their teams are doing well, the Rockets, the Astros have obviously won a World Series, and the Texans are doing well. It's a Texans town, and right now, D'Amico Ryan's an original Texan, obviously because he was drafted by them. They've done a phenomenal job of turning this thing around, and I give them all the credit in the world. But you got to win games like this, big games at home. Yep. When the division is on the line, you got to be able to do that. And if they win this week, Mike, they'll take over first place. Uh, they certainly will. All right, Adam, tonight, let's finish week 11 first. And it is a Super Bowl rematch. Right. The Eagles in Kansas City against the Chiefs. Let's go. 
Yeah, and, and Mike, here's the thing. The story of two teams. You've got the Eagles last year had all 22 starters that they had in the lineup in week one against the Lions. They had them all in the Super Bowl. That's hard to do, and that's a big reason why they got there, other than they were well-coached and they performed well. This year, they've had a lot of injuries. Dallas Goddard, their star tight end, will play tonight. We've got that fractured forearm. forearm. Though the word around the club is they may not put him on IR. They may just let it heal, and he might be back within the first four or five weeks after being injured against Dallas two weeks ago. But the big deal is this on defense. They're going to get slot corner Bradley Roby back uh, from his shoulder injury, which he's kind of confirmed that it's more pectoral. And the bottom line is, Mike, they've gone through seven or eight nickel defenders this season. Avante Maddox, they're starting nickel. He's out for the season with a torn pectoral muscle. His backup, Zach McPherson, got hurt in training camp with a torn Achilles. They've got, they put guys in there, Mike, who've never played nickel before in their life, never played really inside, and it's been it's been a problem. Do you know the Eagles have given up the most production, touchdowns, receptions, and yardage to wide receivers, ranked 32nd against wide receivers? So I know that the Chiefs receivers have been struggling, there's no doubt, but quarterbacks typically do well against the secondary. But getting Bradley Roby back uh, from his injury will be good. And also, this one is also good for the Eagles. Cam Jurgens, they're starting right tackle who did great before he suffered his foot injury. He's back tonight. He'll be in the lineup. He was activated off of IR. And again, the Chiefs are really healthy here. So this should be a good matchup. It looks like the rain, though, that looked like it rained all night. Right now, it looks like the first half, the second half, it could slow down a little bit. But we'll see with the weather here, Mike, with the rain. You never know. Yeah, and I think people are expecting, Adam, a lot of points tonight, which I get. They played a you know 38-35 Super yeah. Bowl uh, 11 months ago, but I'm not so sure about that, Adam, especially since I think the Chief team this year, the defense has been their rock. Not Patrick Mahomes in the offense. The defense has been the Chiefs' rock. I think that game might go under tonight. In fact, C. Spagnolo, a former defense coordinator for the Eagles, was the, the D coordinator for the, uh, the Chiefs, Randy Reid brought over. Look at the job they've done with that young secondary. Arguably the NFL's best. They're stingiest. Just under 17 points a game, which is amazing. You're right, Mike. You know, 45 and a half is the total. I'd see it around the mid-40s. For you know, I think that's actually pretty accurate from Vegas. If I had to lean one way, I, I'm with you. I think it would, I think that the under would be the look. Uh, and, and look, the Eagles are also, by the way, two-and-a-half-point dog. This is an incredible stat. Nick Sirianni, best road record in the National Football League, 17-5. and five. Wow. Since the beginning of the 21 season. That's hard to believe for a new coach, Mike. That's, that's incredible. And on the other side, you have best coach hmm. again off of a bye with Andy Reid. I mean, yeah. Reid off of a bye is the best in the business. What is it now? Right. 16 and four uh, or somewhere around there. Uh, Reid is off a bye. So uh, very good. It's going to be a lot of fun tonight, Adam. We can't wait. I will see you. Wednesday this week, of course, with Thanksgiving being on Thursday. We'll preview the Thursday games and everything else for this weekend. Tremendous job, uh, as always. There he is, our Sports Grid NFL insider, Adam Kaplan. We're back coast to coast right after this. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And- 
And we are back for El Coast to Coast on a Monday. Carver High and Craig Mish in for Scotty here on Sports Grid and Sports Grid Radio. Great to have everybody with us. All right, there's lots of college basketball, not just tonight, but really all week. Uh, you have all of these early season tournaments, including the best of the best, like the Maui, which get underway today. Uh, let's give you the numbers here on some of these for tonight uh, right now first game in the Maui Tennessee leads Syracuse 40 to 35 that's with 13 minutes left in that game the next game in the Maui is the main event of course which is Purdue and Gonzaga two of the best in the business Purdue favored over the Zags don't really have the same team this year as the last few years but they're still ranked 11th in the country so you have that Kansas plays Chaminade then I don't even put a number up for that game because Kansas is going to probably win by 120 and then the late night game in Maui has UCLA and Marquette uh, with Marquette, who's off to a great start, also ranked in the top five right now, uh, six and a half point favorites over them. The other tournament going on is the finals and the consolation of the Empire Classic, which is at the Garden. Uh, so you will have uh, UConn and Texas in the championship game for that. UConn, of course, after the win yesterday that they had over Indiana. Indiana is going to play in the consolation game for that one. We also have several others here tonight. Wisconsin and Virginia in the Fort Myers tip-off. You have St. Joe's and Kentucky in the Wildcat Challenge. Uh, Colorado and Richmond, the Sunshine Slam tonight. SMU and West Virginia also in that Fort Myers tip-off. So we're going to get to a couple of these bigger ones with Coach later on, but I know that Gonzaga-Purdue game is going to start in about an hour in Maui after the Syracuse-Tennessee. That is game of the day there. I like the Zags with the points in that one, uh, taking on Purdue. All right, for El Coast to Coast, we'll come back. Keep rolling through the NFL. We've got the Lions share in hour number two as well. A lot to do on a Monday. Carver High and Craig Mish in for Scotty. We're back on the grid right after this. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. It's time to take your career to the next level. With over 150 graduate degree programs, the Catholic University of America, located in Washington, D.C., provides world-class academics with a student experience that educates the whole person, mind, body, and spirit. Whether your professional calling is in engineering, nursing, social work, or any of our other exceptional degree programs, encounter the best of everything that Catholic University has to offer and discover the best in yourself. Learn more today at catholic.edu forward slash gradadmissions.